This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to the Morning Motivation. Thanks for being here. This week we're, this is brought to you by Pichu Gold Group and the Public Square app. This week we're going through John Calvin's 1536 book, A Guide to Christian Living. First point was love righteousness. Second, denying the self. Yesterday we talked about picking up your cross. And today's chapter is realize the vanity of this present life. And this is such an interesting one because what's everyone's greatest fear? Everyone's greatest fear in our culture is death. And Calvin's point is there's nothing more you should be looking forward to. <laughs> I love this because it's a, on my radio show, it's perhaps the opposite is true. It's one of the themes of the show. So if everyone's greatest fear is death, you should be thinking, okay, well, what's the opposite of your greatest fear being death? It should be your greatest joy. Maybe that's closer to the truth. Here's what Calvin says. Whatever kind of tribulation we may suffer, this should always be our goal. To learn contempt for the present life and thus to be led to meditate on the life to come. Our folly comes from the fact that our minds are more or less dazzled by the false glitter of wealth, honor, and power, which are superficially attractive and which stop us from looking further ahead. By the same token, our heart is full of greed, ambition, and other evil desires and is held so, so fast by them that it cannot look higher up. All right, check out this line. If someone were to quote the old proverb, man is a creature of a single day, we might readily agree. But with so very little thought that nothing could shake our belief that here is where we were always meant to live. All right, so what's that mean? On Monday, Monday was the 22nd anniversary of 9-11. And on my show, we shared a bunch of 9-11 stories. And there's a ton, and we have time to share them all here, but there's so many stories of close calls and like such bizarre stories. I'll just give you a quick one. This is like the super short. This doesn't do it justice, but I got to go quick. This guy was in New York City at a conference and his, his thing was he always wore crazy ties, really crazy, bizarre, weird ties. And he goes down to the lobby of the hotel with his colleagues. And one of his colleagues was on vacation the week before and bought a tie in a store window, crazy tie, and gave it to him as a gift. And he was so moved and touched that he said, oh, I got to wear this at the presentation today. It's great. Thank you so much. Ah, but it's, I'm wearing a green shirt and it clashes. I'll tell you what, I'll go up to the room. You guys go ahead to the conference and I'll just, I'll change shirts then the tie off at the tie and then, and I'll meet you there. So he went up to the room and the rest of them went up to the top floor of the world trade center. 
And by the time he got there, the plane crashed into the building when he was in the lobby and he survived and everyone died. And I have so many stories like that of the, sh- the executive chef at the World Trade Center who stopped to buy some sunglasses in the lobby. Uh, another person who worked at the World Trade Center who stayed up late the night before to watch the Monday Night Football game that happened to be the Broncos versus the New York Giants, missed the 7-11 train, made the 746, was late to work. Unfortunately for him, he was. Or the woman who worked at the World Trade Center, but the express elevator happened to be broken that day. So instead of being at the top of the World Trade Center, as she always is, she was told to go down to the 76th floor and she was able to survive while all of her colleagues died because they were above the plane. Right? Stuff like that and you're like, what? And then people who uh, missed the flight, like United 93, they were supposed to get on and they missed it because oh, they broke their ankle the night before and they couldn't make it. Or people who moved on to that flight. So she's like crazy stories that then you're like, I don't even know what to do with these. And the only thing I have is you have no guarantee for tomorrow. And that's what that proverb is, right? If someone were to quote the old proverb, man is a creature of a single day, meaning this is all you got. You got your single day. This is it. This is from 1536, right? And it's the same point I made on Monday. (laughs) You have no guarantee for tomorrow. And we know that, like we hear that. We're like, I know that's right. And then within 20 minutes, we're off to living life as if we were made to live here forever. And it's not just 9-11. My dad died of a stroke on, I don't know, like a Wednesday. And he was playing with the dog on the floor in the living room and then boom, stroke dead. You don't know. You don't know what's coming. But then we meet and we know that's true. We know that's true. And that's what John Calvin said. He said, and we might readily agree, but we just boom, go right back to as if we never heard such a thing. (laughs) And we go right back and don't change anything about our life or our outlook in life or our longing for eternity. This point from, from John Calvin, it it may seem so foreign to us, but it's scriptural. First John two 15, do not love the world or the things in the world. Well, to what degree, if anyone loves the world, the love of the father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the desires of the flesh, the desires of the eyes, the pride of life is not from the Father, but is of the world. And the world is passing away along with its desires. But whoever does the will of God abides forever. It's right there. And Paul, I love Paul said, I'm ready to go. He said, I'm ready to go. Philippians 1.24, for to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I'm to live in the flesh, and that means fruitful labor for me, Yet which I shall choose, I cannot tell. I'm hard-pressed between the two, dying or living. My desire is to depart and be with Christ, for that's far better. But to remain in the flesh is more necessary on your account. He's like, well, you want me here, so all right, here's where I'll be. Wow, what an amazing thing. In our culture, the greatest fear is death. But the Bible says our greatest joy, there's, there's nothing we should be looking forward to more than death. Mike Slater.locals.com. Transcript, commercial free, night before. Mike Slater.locals.com. What is the no spin news all about? You know that this is a fact based analysis news program. You know that. We avoid speculation. We don't do conspiracies here, we don't do party politics here. We're not nonpartisan. That's wrong. Not that. 
Okay, we are advocates for a stronger America and a more just society. We don't believe in communism. We don't believe in socialism. We don't believe in nihilism. We don't believe in the progressive woke culture. We think it is un-American. We don't support that. So you should know what we are and it would then crystallize what we do. Listen to the No Spin News. Subscribe to Bill O'Reilly's podcast feed wherever podcasts are available.